Oh, I know of a few different types of therapies. One is somatic experiencing, which I think is gavaldic. The reasons why I love it, number one, there's no talking. Yeah, that's what she said. She said, I want to go... No talking, gavaldic, number one. Number two, it's cheap. Number three, it's fast. You go five, six, seven times, it's not working for you, you know it's not for you. Other therapies, talk therapy, two and a half years later, you could have died already 12 times since then. And then, no, sorry, it didn't work. You lost two years of your life. Over here, you try a few sessions, right? And if you don't feel it's for you, okay, what's the big loss? You lost $1,000, $1,500. You're not losing two and a half years of your life. There was a, a, another problem is that talking about it for a lot of these kids is triggering. So like one kid said, by the time I, I get out of this, I'll be dead already 50 times, even if it works. Because you're talking for 45 minutes or an hour and a half, and you, you're, you're opening up your past, and then it's like, Okay, sorry, time's up. All right, so I'll see you again next Tuesday. All right, yeah, okay. You go home, you're all triggered, you're fatrigged, as they say in Yiddish, no? Did I make up a word just now? Fatrigged. You're all in Gansan fatrigged. And what are you supposed to do with it? So either you're going to act out some way or do drugs or hurt yourself or cut yourself or just go sugar from waiting for next week. Because they need, it's, it's a continuous amount of pain. And they're like this sometimes for months. We've had a lot of kids who nebuch, nebuch, went back to drugs when they started talk therapy. Or tried to kill or, or like your daughter tried to kill herself, which I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want to be so extreme, but yeah. When they started talk therapy. I'm not against talk therapy. I'm, not against, I'm just telling you it's dangerous. It's dangerous. I have somebody who went recently to talk therapy a couple of months ago, and then he tried to kill himself afterwards, after a few sessions. Because you leave there, your brain is open. That's why some things need to be done in a trauma center, just to protect the kid from acting out in between sessions, because it's a process. Okay, But talk therapy is dangerous. Nobody says it's not. It takes a long time, even if it's going to be successful. Now, again, I'm not against it. I'm not coming out against saying nobody should. There's a time and place for everything, but it's dangerous. Okay, that's so somatic I like because there's no talking. And what I like about it is that it calms down the brain. It calms down the amygdala. And therefore, not only do you not get triggered from it, hopefully, but also when you get a trigger in between sessions, you're learning how to calm down the part of your brain that's making you crazy. Instead of reaching out for drugs or alcohol or numbing it, you're actually getting tools on how to calm down your brain. So it's very practical in between sessions on how to deal with the anxiety, which is what I like about it. And there are a lot of people that are successful with it, and it's, I think it's relatively cheap and quick. The person that I happen to know personally, by getting to know her, is Reggie Melrose, as you know. She's the top of the field. She's doing this like 25 years. She's great. She's amazing. There's other people also. I never met Gina, Gina Ross, but I, there are other people. I never met them, but there's a lot of other really good people. I've never heard of him, but okay. But what I like about Melrose and, and Ross, I think, also, is that they live in California. When you have such a great relationship with your kid, here's what you do. You say, I got this amazing, again, through somebody else, you know, we'll figure out how to do it. It's supposed to be amazing. Let's go to California for two weeks. Hang on. What happens is, if she'll go, right, they get therapy, but here's what happens. I don't want them back home in between sessions getting triggered again. You pull them out of their life, totally away from everything. They're in Gan Eden. There's palm trees there. There's sun. 
sun, sunny. People are nice there. There's no honking. It's, it's a whole different Ganeden over there in California. And you pull them away from all the triggers and all the people and all of that. And then plus, if you have a great relationship with your parents, right, which most of the time they would go, and I'm not sure why she doesn't want to, but most of the time they'll say, sure, so then you have your two hours of somatic and then you go to the beach with your mommy or your tati, and then you go to Disney World, and then you go here, and then you go there, and you just put them in this bubble. Now, why do I like it? It has a higher chance of being successful. Even though afterwards you've got to come back and use local people, even though afterwards you use local people, but at least they know I felt 10%, 20% better. This thing works for me. So it really gives it a chance to be successful. Now, that's one thing. There's another thing that I came across recently, in the last year or two, and that's called innate health which is the three principles of innate health. I've sent people, usually older people in their 30s, I sent five people to Tzvi Werther, and most of them did really, really well. Guys who were suicidal completely, and I brought him here, I tried to understand it, and a lot of people also have a benefit of that. The reason I like that, cheap, and five lessons, and you'll see if you like it. If you don't relate to it, it doesn't help you, you didn't really lose that much. After that, you're already looking at Options of inpatient places, which are very expensive. You need to have the right insurance for it. And you can contact Ezi Finkel. He's really very good at meeting the kids and figuring out what's the best place for him. I'm sure there are other people who do that also. I don't know who they are. right? But you want to find someone who's a mumcha on placing the child into the right facility. If you have insurance for it, it could be very cheap. And you hope that when they're ready you know, through this other person, he could say, listen, this is available for you. Somebody with your daughter's attitude that I want to get this over with, whatever, might prefer to go for three months or four months of intense, you know, to be in a unit rather than going for a longer period of time in therapy. The most important thing is no pressure. They go, they stop. They go, they quit. They try, they fail. It's a long process. I wish... I wish it was like a physical thing. You bop them on the head, you bring them to the hospital, they do the surgery, they come out a week later, they're good to go. It's not. And most of the time, they got to find the right person for them. It has to be the right match. Some people go, people went to Reggie and said, no, it's not for me. But two years later, they remembered this one lady who understood me and they go back. Right? It's a process, a journey. It's a lot of pain. What broke them is pain and healing them also takes a lot of courage because a lot of pain. There was a kid that I worked with for a long time and I couldn't get him to agree that he's in pain. He was doing heroin. He was doing cocaine. He was doing so much drugs. He was doing so terrible. He was hurting himself so bad. He never wanted to admit it. And then I finally told him, when he told me he's hooked on painkillers, I said, you know, to me it looks like you're in a lot of pain. He said, what makes you say that? I said, because otherwise why do you need painkillers? Now, although cocaine and heroin, everything's a painkiller, but he couldn't get it. But once he was taking painkillers, I told him, I feel so bad. I see the knife handle. I could see it. I could see you're in pain. I told him, what would you do if you saw me walking on the street, blood all over my shirt, there's a knife handle sticking out, and you come over to me, Avi, Avi, what, what do you need? Nah, I'm fine. Just get me some Vicodin. I'll be fine. I'm just, you would take me to a hospital. I said, I see the blood. I see the destruction of your life. I could see you're in pain. Don't do this at home. This was after a specific situation that I was able to do this on. Okay? And he, he refused and refused. I said, listen, I know you're in pain. You know you're in pain. You don't have to admit it to me. When you're ready, I will hold your hand. We will get through this. And I'm still waiting. 
I'm waiting for him to put his hand in my hand and have the courage to pull out the knife. Because just like with a physical knife, the most dangerous part is pulling the knife out. That's the hardest part of the surgery. It's so too. It's, it's easier to numb it and to keep it in history and not have to deal with it. Dealing with it in any way is playing around with something that destroyed them, something that is so powerful that it really ripped them away from Hashem, the family, their life that they were supposed to have. This is deep, 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 deep pain. So you have to be super careful, super careful. Don't touch the blade. Don't touch the handle. Because every time you touch that little handle, deep inside that knife is krechzing this way and that way and causing a lot of internal bleeding. So even the process up of health requires the patients to wait and to let them, and you'll see that they stop going and they give some lame excuse. It's a very long process. I wish it was quicker. I am davening, Hashem should make a cure for PTSD. That it should come simply, you go to the pharmacy and they have a new kind of Febreze and every night you just go, Febreze, right? And that it heals the part of their brain that's broken because of their trauma. We know it's brain damage. We have MRIs now, fMRIs of the brain that know it's brain damage. It's Hashem, come on. We, we need this in our dar that we have so many people suffering from fMRI, from brain damage inside. Imagine Hashem could do it. It could be a new kind of something, a smell or something, and at night you just spritz the room up and your kids heal from their pain. Amen. 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 Hashem has to do it. We need Hashem to do that. I said today, I hear that the Israelis are working on a way to pull out the memory from the brain. Inside the brain is a folder. Inside the folder is the memory. If they can pull out the memory, they're not going to be triggers again. You're not going to have the PTSD. Halavai, uh, the technology should come and help us. They are working on things for PTSD. The Israelis need to do it because so many no, so many soldiers have PTSD. Half the country was in the army. So you're talking about a very traumatized country. right? That's why, I don't know if you noticed, they're all on edge, you know? You say there's, no, there's nothing worse than an Israeli trying to be nice to you. Like, whoa, yeah. Like a waiter? No, 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 they have no idea. This guy's yelling at me if I want more water. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. Just leave me alone. It's okay. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Right? Oh, when you ask Hashem, also for the TP credit card. Once we're asking, right? So they need to get that country off of the edge and deal with PTSD. And I'm sure they're going to come for it. But we ask Hashem, we need it. There are certain things. A guy told me in Israel, they have this new thing, which is like a chamber that you sit in. And it's like the air that they have in space. And it heals the brain. Halavai. They have a helmet. We once brought in a guy here. There's a certain helmet that has like beading on it. Not, not a light, maybe that also, but this thing like taps on the head to heal PTSD. We need to heal PTSD. Most of our kids, most, most, are hurting from post-traumatic stress disorder. And we have to daven collectively that Hashem, should allow us to have the refuah for the machla that's killing so many of our kids. Then they won't need drugs, they, they won't need so much therapy, they'll deal, be much more calm, and we'll have a lot more success. This is Avi Fishoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.